Hello and welcome back to the Happy Balance Pod. It's just Jules with you today and today is a quick little solo ep. Em is still on holidays, the lucky bugger, but she'll be back with us soon. And next week we've got another really interesting guest with us. But I thought in the meantime, I've had a little break last week. I would just do a really quick episode for those who are interested. I've been putting a couple of things up on our Instagram page. So if you haven't checked us out, head over and give us some love and support over there. So we're at the Happy Balance Pod. And this week I just put it out there and asked what you wanted to hear this week while Em is still away. A few of you said business stuff. A few of you said about how do you just cope with kind of the day-to-day of two small kids and working, business, all of that together. So I thought I would do a little bit of a overview on how I came to starting my own business a couple of years ago and I guess how I do it in my family and what works for me right at this moment in working, podcasting and having a couple of young kids at home. So let's do it. So for those of you who don't know me, uh, my background is in corporate internal HR, human resources. So I absolutely love working in HR. I love supporting organizations. I love supporting leaders and I love supporting employees to grow in their roles. And I really loved my career. So I probably worked for just over 15 years in HR. So working from a HR trainee into a HR management role, but it was pretty full on. So In my last role, I remember I would wake up early. I'd be checking my emails before I would eat breakfast. I was responding to emails, beginning to work early for no particular reason other than I thought I was probably more important than I was. And I would get some work done before everyone else came in. I'd be fighting fires all day, then coming home still in work mode, basically until I fell asleep and would just go through the motions and do it all again the next week. So it wasn't until I uh, went on maternity leave at the end of 2019 that I was kind of forced to take a step back from work because I think if any of you have been in this cycle of work where work or your career is so important to you, and I'm not saying that it shouldn't be important to you, but where that can kind of take over your personal life as well. Sometimes you can't really see it when you are in the thick of it until you have the opportunity to stand back. So I didn't realize how I guess my working patterns were so unhealthy until I had the chance to step back and literally be forced to not work anymore when I was on maternity leave. So then I had my first baby in January 2020, just before COVID changed the world. And I had no intention at that time to start my own business or anything like that. I thought I'd take maybe nine months off work and be straight back into that role. But sometimes everything does change when uh, you have kids and they become your life. And for me at that time, I just couldn't see going back onto that hamster wheel for me. And I know that wasn't the role's fault or the organization's fault, but that was how I saw it because I was kind of in that mode. So I just couldn't see how that would work with a small baby, even though I know that there would have been a position for me, uh, there would have been flexibility for me. I mean, no one knew how much their flexibility there would have been um, when COVID hit that year and everyone was working from home anyway. But it was probably around seven or eight months into that leave when I had a few months to go. And yeah, I just started to get a little bit nervous around what life would look like, leaving my um, kid at childcare every day. Something just wasn't sitting right for me. 
I'd always, I think, had a little bit of a spark or a little bit of a desire to start my own business. Maybe that's because I'm a Leo. Maybe that's because I'm a bit of a control freak and I like to do things my own way. But I also have a really creative side that sometimes when you're in an internal organization, depending on your role and the industry that you're in as well, you don't sort of have creative license. So I certainly um, probably didn't have creative license as a HR manager in a government organization as well. There's not too much creative juices that go with that. And I'd also done a little bit of consulting work when I lived in the UK just uh, for a brief while. So I'd kind of had a little bit of that excitement. So that's pretty much it for me with a little bit of excitement, absolutely no business knowledge whatsoever and a lot of sleepless nights and a newborn baby. I decided what the heck I'm going to tell my work that I'm actually not coming back and I'm starting my own business and Hello People Co was born. I knew there was definitely a market for what I wanted to do. Just being in an internal HR role, I spent a lot of my time with leaders that may have been on the tools and then kind of thrown into a management role, but they didn't know how to have simple conversations with their team. They didn't know how to manage performance. They didn't want to do the tricky people stuff, which I totally get. A lot of them were subject matter experts, really great at the technical side of their role, but really struggled with the people things. So I knew that there was a market for good quality leadership development and leadership training. And that's what I wanted to deliver. I didn't want anything that was cookie cutter. I didn't want to do a same sort of approach just for businesses to be able to tick a box. I wanted sort of a bespoke program where I could get to know companies, businesses, what they wanted to achieve and really get to know leaders uh, and develop particularly leaders who haven't been in that people management side of of things before. So I sort of was stepping away from the policies and procedures side of HR, which isn't my strong suite, um, being in that detail focus. I'm definitely a big picture type of girl. So I really wanted the excitement and the people side of things. So now I'm asked quite regularly, how do you kind of balance that running your business and family life, knowing when people know that I've got a couple of small kids? And for me, this is a huge one. I really resent the phrase work-life balance. I don't know if people are still using that, but it kind of implies that we've got work and then we've got life. And it's not always as simple as that, right? So sometimes our work is going to spill over into our family life and sometimes our family life spills over into our work life. Uh, For me, I just don't like that phrase anymore. And because where I'm at at the moment for my family and my business and work life, it's, it's kind of really flexible and always evolving. So firstly, for me, it is constantly changing. It's constantly evolving as our family grows and as our circumstances change. So for us, we've got two little kids. Neither of them are in childcare. They're Um, three and under. So between my husband and I, we share the parenting and the work pretty evenly. So whilst I've got a business and to be honest, I would love to be spending so much more time in my business, building it up. I've got so many plans and ideas for it in the future. Realistically, I probably spend two days of my week in my business and maybe like 
an afternoon on a Sunday or on a Saturday morning or something like that as well. So I'm really not in my business full time, even though Instagram may have you believe otherwise. There's a really great scheduling app that I use to make sure that I can create everything that I want to create and it will just go out when I might be, you know, with my kids or sitting down for dinner or something like that. So I'm actually not in my business as much as it may seem to others, if that makes sense. You would have heard me bang on about the seasons of life on this podcast and I talk about it on my Instagram page as well, but I think it is so important when we're talking about our work and our careers as well, not just with family, but at the moment we are in a really flexible, different, I would say, working way, my husband and I, and that's because at the end of this year, we're sort of setting ourselves up to be traveling around Australia. So we're kind of in a transition mode, if you will, that we're very deliberately not in nine to fives at the moment so that we can really easily transition our life on the road. And then eventually, if we need to work on the road, we'll do that as well. But it does look very different to a lot of other families. But I think even if you're not uh, setting your life up to live in a caravan indefinitely, I think everyone still goes through these seasons of life with their career, right? So a few years ago, I was working ridiculous hours and, as I said, checking my emails before I would even sort of roll out of bed. And I don't necessarily regret that because that's how I felt I needed to be in that role at that time. And realistically, my career up until now has given me the opportunity to be able to travel at the end of this year uh, and to do the things we want to do with our family and likewise for my husband as well. So there are definitely times where the foot is going to be on the gas a lot more in our career. And for us, that's going to be when our kids are in school in a few years time, I'm sure we're going to be back working full time or our work situation will look very different. But at the moment, I'm loving the flexibility that this allows our family. So each week at the moment, my husband, and I will sit down on a Sunday and look at what work we have coming up this week. And if it's something that I need to be in person for or something like that, I've got my appointments scheduled in advance and he will work around that. And then we'll just look after the kids on the other days. So it's really flexible and it allows us to have heaps of time with our kids, which is kind of our whole point at the moment. So that kind of brings me on to the values thing, which we've discussed on this podcast a couple of times. So our values are around adventure, flexibility, freedom, and family. So the way we live at the moment obviously allows us to do that. And when we are traveling at the end of the year, we are just going to be ramping that up even more. But for you, and if you have a family, I'm sure your values are going to be slightly different and therefore you're going to prioritize different things at different times. As for working on the road, I'm still not entirely sure what Hello People Co. will look like as I'm traveling. I definitely still want to keep up with my community and with uh, my regular clients and things like that, but I'm just not sure how leadership programs will look on the road. Maybe my leadership programs need to be coming to Darwin and Perth and Brisbane and everywhere in between. I'll figure that out as we go, but obviously I'd like to keep up with my regular clients and then anything else that comes from there might be a bit of a bonus. And as for our travels, we kind of don't have a list of 10 or 20 or 50 places that we really want to see or tick off on our list. And our aim is in a certain time frame or a certain destination or even a lap as such, but we really just want to be spending a good amount of time together as a family while our kids are so young. So our purpose is more around 
the quality time that we're having with our kids and the adventures that we're going to be going on. Of course, we're going to be seeing some incredible places, but it's not necessarily a bucket list of places that we're going to be ticking off. Uh, I'm more interested in sort of driving through sleepy little towns and lots of beaches. I'm definitely a beach person and chasing the sun for a little while. So that's a little bit about me, my work situation, how I got into my business and travel plans for the end of the year. I know the way that myself and my husband work with both sharing the load of the kids and the flexible working and things is probably unconventional. So I'm not sure that you can relate specifically to our situation, but a lot of you I know are mums or dads listening that also work and also have responsibilities of young kids and find that juggle or that balance tricky sometimes. So I just wanted to share the three things that really work for me right now in this moment. So the first one that I realized, and it took me a little while to realize this, but for me, when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. And when I'm working, I'm working. And that sounds really simple, but I definitely didn't start my business doing that. And it's not going to be for everyone and everyone's business either. So I simply cannot do the type of work I do around two toddlers if I want to produce quality work. So I don't mean when I'm in my workshops and programs, obviously, but when I'm not doing that, When I'm doing podcasts, for example, I couldn't have my toddler in this room right now. She would be trying to grab the microphone. It'd be pretty cute, but not very productive. But also the other work that I'm doing is actually creating all of the content, developing leadership programs. It's a lot of kind of deep thinking work that doesn't go hand in hand with a toddler. If anyone's ever seen one of those before, they're quite distracting. So I realized pretty quickly to drop the guilt is the guilt is always sort of going to be there. So I kind of just put that aside and that's guilt that I'm not working on my business when I'm with my kids and guilt that I'm not with my kids when I'm working on my business. So I realized that I'm not a very patient mum when I'm trying to do some work and have the laptop out and just get a few things done while I'm still playing with them. I found I'm not very patient as a mum and I'd also not be a great business owner either. So I really had to separate them and put in some boundaries around when I'm doing work. So for context at the moment, it's like 5.30 in the afternoon slash evening. My husband got home from work at around 4.30 and that's when I could come out and start recording this podcast. But I couldn't do this while my kids were awake and I was looking after them. But for me, that was a game changer, separating work days and kids days. Number two, I'm really clear on what and who I say yes to and what and who I say no or not right now to. So again, going back to that seasons of life, I'm sure there's going to be a a stage in five or 10 years where my work and my business will get a lot more energy and a lot more hours than they do right now. But at the moment, I'm really focused on my leadership programs, my workshops, and those clients that I've got that really good relationship. They are my jam. I will pour all my effort into my Hello Leadership programs, and I absolutely love them. I actually had a pitch meeting. I would call it a pitch meeting, I guess, last week uh, with a new or a prospective client. And 
to put this into context, I didn't feel nervous at all. And that's not to say that I think that I'm better than them or I knew I was going to get the job anyway, but I'm at the point where I'm not in my business to just gain money. Otherwise, I would have just gone back to my role that I was in before I went on maternity leave. I'm not in this business to make a billion dollars, but I really want to be making an impact and working with people who I want to work with. So in that pitch meeting, I let them know that I was interviewing them just as much as they were interviewing me. Luckily, I think they liked my honesty in that and we did have a really good relationship, but I wasn't nervous because if I didn't like how we were vibing or I thought that they just wanted someone to come in and tick a box for them, then I wasn't going to say yes to that. When your time is limited, you have to be picky. And number three is I have to have really clear communication with my partner. So if I need a couple of hours in the office to complete a proposal, maybe that's on a weekend or something, we just make that happen and vice versa. He does some after hours work as well. So he does not babysit our kids, nor does he help me out around the house when he's making dinner or doing the washing. We are equal partners in everything we do. So I Obviously, I think that's really important. And I also don't think that's a luck thing when people say, oh, you're so lucky that your husband does this, or you're so lucky that your husband will look after the kids for a couple of days while you're working in your business. Because I don't know many people that say to men that they're so lucky that their wife is at home looking after the kids while they're in the boardroom. It's definitely not easy. And I know a lot of us have more opportunities that come our way than others. But what I would say to that is you create your own luck and you make your own choices with your partner, your work situation, your life. That's everything I wanted to share today. I know it's a really quick episode. Next week, we will have a guest back and soon Emma will be back in Australia and back in your ears and I can't wait to see her again. My moment of joy this week before I forget is I was lucky enough to meet and cuddle two very precious babies, my best friend's baby and my sister's baby on the weekend, which brought me so much joy. So my cup is very much full and until next time, bye. Bye.